Kojo was the personification of love in Asha's eyes. His attentiveness and ability to listen to what she would and wouldn't say were traits she admired about him. His willingness to always communicate and prioritize their relationship above all else was what she loved most. And Kojo's joie de vivre never left anyone he ever met indifferent. A cheerful man, Asha would always tell him he brought such positive energy with him wherever he went. Asha and Kojo met by chance on a beach of the coast in the month of April. They'd both left the big city and its terrible weather for a weekend on separate road trips with their respective friends. On the evening before they'd both return home, Kojo noticed Asha sitting by herself at the beachfront bar of the resort they both stayed at. Captivated by her beauty, he figured he'd shoot his shot. As Kojo introduced himself and started a conversation, Asha first admired his nervous charm and honesty. No corny pickup lines, no, hey baby, uh, how you doing? Just a simple introduction of who he was, how seeing her from a distance made him feel, and how something inside him told him he had to approach her, all while stuttering and repeating his words. Once he got a hold of his nerves, they began getting to know a bit about each other. They talked about how tired they were of the big city life, where they'd each relocate to if it wasn't for the need for paychecks, how they each loved the beach, this, that, and everything in between. Their first conversation lasted over three hours. As it was getting late, Kojo asked for Asha's number, wished her a safe trip back to the city, and told her he was looking forward to seeing her again soon. Once he got back to the city, the first thing Kojo did was call Asha to plan what would be the first of many dates. Asha soon learned that Kojo could be both spontaneous on some occasions and a careful planner on others. They both liked attending concerts and shows, so those were the types of dates they repeated most. They also enjoyed weekends in bed, so there were many of those as well. Somewhere between the fourth and seventh dates, attraction and infatuation progressively turned into love for both of them. After a while, 13 months to be exact, countless dates, endless conversations, more ups than there were downs, and with an ever-growing love for each other, they began planning for the rest of their lives together. They figured they would move in together, get married, and later on start a family in that order. But life would have other ideas. Sikoja had it all planned out. He would one day take Asha back to where they first met and ask for her hand as the sun set. But when that day arrived, and as he was getting down on one knee, a joyful Asha interrupted Kojo to make an announcement of her own. She was pregnant. It clearly shook Kojo, both at the announcement and maybe more so at the realization that the contraceptive they were using wasn't as effective as he thought, stood back up with a great big smile and kissed Asha before getting back on his knee and stuttering through his proposal. Asha said yes, though they later decided they would focus on preparing for their baby before organizing a wedding. After all, they had all the time in the world. As the months passed, Kojo remained attentive to Asha's every need and would offer to do even the simplest things for her. He wanted her and the fetus to be in the perfect health throughout. 
and on a mid-February day while he was at work, Kojo got a call from Asha, saying the baby was on the way. Not to worry, though, Kojo had prepared for this moment. He proceeded to call Asha's neighbor, who would rush to her apartment and take her to the hospital where her obstetrician would be alerted and waiting. Kojo would make his way there from his office. Kojo never made it to the hospital, however, at least not how he intended. As he was driving there, a speeding bike rider, careless in his driving, grazed his car, forcing him to stop suddenly in the middle of an intersection. Unfortunately, as Kojo was getting out of his car to inspect the damage, a bus driver who hadn't been paying attention as he reached to answer a phone call crashed into Kojo's car. Kojo passed away soon after. Meanwhile, Asha and her neighbor made it to the hospital as they kept trying to reach Kojo to no avail. Asha soon went into labor and, after what seemed like endless hours, gave birth to a baby girl. But when she later found out what had happened to Kojo, she became inconsolable and fell into a deep depression. It was a loss in a way no one should experience, but Asha did, and she now had a daughter to survive for. The years passed somehow, and now here she was in her apartment reflecting on the night she'd had before with an old friend when she got a text from Remy asking to meet again. Asha hadn't even told Remy any of this last night. Could she tell him about Kojo? What about her daughter?